Matthew 7, 1 through 5. I know you've been worried all afternoon. Some people were so worried they didn't even make it back tonight. Matthew 7. Judge not that you be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye measure, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but con- considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite. First, cast the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast the mote out of thy brother's eye. Lynn. Amen. You may be seated. If there's any groups in the Bible that was always stirring up something, giving trouble, it was the scribes and the Pharisees. They just seemed like they just could not get settled on anything. I believe if something were to come to a vote and the Pharisee voted yes, the scribe, he'd vote no. I mean, he just... Just how it is. Well, when we think about the scribes and Pharisees, they were guilty. They were guilty of exercising um, false judgment um, about themselves. In other words, hey, we are it. We are tops. I wish everybody could be like us. Well, I've heard it said before, what kind of church would this be if everybody in the church was like me? Hello? What kind of church would this be if everybody in the church was like me? You just say that to yourself. <laughs> they were hard on other people. Very hard on other people. And they even accused the Lord of eating with sinners. Well, I eat with them every week. And they eat with this one every week. Somewhere. I'm found with sinners. You see, the, the Pharisees uh, and the scribes, their, their false righteousness, it was their own doing. It helped to encourage um, their false judgment because they thought they were perfect and nobody else was. And so it was, it was just contradictory. And when we think about it, uh, it explains uh, what our Lord had to say in the closing sermon. We've been looking at chapter 5, 6, and now we begin chapter 7 um, tonight. It explains why maybe he left this part of the sermon to the last. And as we think about that, this is not necessarily a title, but the king's principles. When it comes down to judgment, who is right? Well, there are some reasons why we uh, should judge ourselves. Okay, I can't judge you. I can form an opinion. You can't judge me, but you can form an opinion. And there is a difference. Now, um, why do we need to judge ourselves? Well, if we're going to judge anybody, uh, we need to get ourselves straightened out first. Is That's part of the message tonight. Uh, the first principle uh, when you think about judging, is uh, we need to begin with ourselves. Um, 
I have been guilty, okay? We, we sweep up, and here's a rug. Just ease the rug up, sweep it on there, and put the rug back down. And the next one comes along and moves the rug. And says, How did it get in on that record? Or in the, in the auditorium here, you see a Kleenex that's wadded up. Well, you know it's been used. What are you going to do with it? you going to ease it over to, with your foot to somebody else? Or are you going to carefully pick it up and do away with it? Because there, there might be the next person that sits down might be a guest. Wow, they don't even keep a church clean. Look, look at that. Or, you know, I, I hate to reach to get up and put your hand under the pew and feel something. And it's chewing gum. My goodness. Now, you keep up with all this because it's going to come back. All right? You put your foot down somewhere and you go to pick it up and it feels sticky. What is this? And it's a big old water chewing gum. Or it could be a charred backer, you know, hey. I'm thinking sometime, would I do that at home? Would I? Well, I guess it depends on where I am during the day. And then as soon as you do it, you think, oh, if I do that here, I'd do it anywhere. Or what we do out in public might reflect what we do uh, when we are at home. Now, Jesus, uh, uh, in the scripture, he did not forbid us to judge others. But he cautioned us about having careful discrimination, which was essential to the Christian life, okay? We, don't, we should not judge somebody but we have an opinion about that person. Now, the person who believes all that he hears and all that he sees is going to soon be totally confused because what I thought I heard is not what was said when I heard what I thought I heard that they said. Is that clear? That's pretty clear, ain't it? <laughs> Confusing. That's what it is. Confusing. So when you look at someone and they look at you, you know, right off, they form an opinion. I had two roosters. One was a free runner and the other was caged. Well, the one that was a free runner always at night, he sat up on top of the pen. And the other one was inside. Now, if they could talk, and they probably did rooster language, Ah, look where you at. I'm with the girls. Look where you are. Well, the one that was pinned up somehow or another escaped. It didn't take them long to form an opinion of each other. They didn't like each other, so they commenced to fight and fight and fight. I just let them fight. Well, they wanted, finally, one didn't wear the other one out. They both just sat down. Old heads bloody and they just all hung over. Well, I picked up the one that was caged, and I took him back and put him in the pen. And if he could talk to them hens, I'm satisfied he tried to hide his head because he had, a, he had had a whip in. You know, opinions. When you look at somebody, yay, we always form an opinions. We have our own ideas, and not be too cautious, we'll judge one another. Now, we're going to look at some more scriptures here in a moment. Um, 
But the reasons that we uh, must judge ourselves, first of all, is because we shall be judged. Verse 1 says, judge not that you be not judged, okay? He didn't say don't judge, but if you're going to judge, you're going to be judged. Judge not that you be not judged. Now, uh, the tense of the verb, J-U-D-G-E-D, okay? The tense of the verb tells us and signifies a once-for-all final judgment. And that will come when we stand before God Almighty. We will be judged, okay? On what? All right? We will not be judged on our uh, past sins because once we are saved, those from the time we get saved, from the sins backward, are all forgotten and forgiven. Okay, so we will stand before God and give an account and be judged as a Christian as to what we did with this Christian life while we were on this earth. That's what the Christian will be judged for. Not for our past sins, but what we have done, the Bible says, in the body, whether it be good or bad. Now, if we first judge ourselves, then we are preparing for the final judgment. Sometimes I find people, and maybe I could be one of them sometime, who we are too hard on ourself. We are too hard on ourself. It seems like we can't do enough to satisfy ourself. Um, I forget where we were now. I'm glad to have Brother David Bryant all the way out of gold mine, Georgia, over here tonight. I forget where we were, uh, David. We was laying brick, and the week had ended, and Lynn and I decided we would stay. And I had several helpers. I had, I had, my goodness, I had helpers spreading mortar. I had helpers handing me brick. And, uh, I mean, I, beginning of that morning, I said, I'm going to see what, what I can do today. I'm just going to see what I can do. I mean, it was nonstop. Somebody would bring us a snack. I, I'd just grab a swallow and a bite and just keep on getting it. Toward the end of the day, I was whipped out. I was ready to quit. It was our last day before we left. And uh, Barry Doyle, Barry was keeping count of the brick that day. And uh, I, every little while, I'd say, how many we got, Barry? How many we got? And he'd tell me. I said, look, you got one more scoop of mortar, and that's it. Oh, no, he said, you got to lay two more brick. You got to. I said, why? He said, because it'll make even 2400 for the day. I thought, Lord of mercy. Now, I didn't do that on my own, okay? I said I had people spreading mortar, handing me brick, jointing, raising the line. All I had to do was take it and set it down, Okay? It's teamwork, and we should not pounce on somebody and judge somebody by the way they look, what they've got on, what they're driving, how they talk, because when we do, hey, we're heaping coals of fire on our own head. You know, we've got to be very cautious and very careful. The Pharisees played God. Hey, unless you're this and this and this like we are, you can't come in here and worship uh, with us. And as they did uh, it, uh, con- play God, they condemned other people. 
And they made laws that was just humanly impossible uh, to keep. And they never considered that God would one day judge them. And we need to think about that. Reasons why we need to judge ourselves is because we will be judged one day. The second reason is that we are being judged even now. Verse 2 says, For with what judgment you judge, ye shall be judged. Ever how hard I am on somebody, you mark it down, it'll come back to you. Ye shall be judged, and with what measure ye measure, it shall be measured to you again. Um, Bible talks about reaping what we sow. Well, you know, where, where are we in this? There is a parallel um, portion of God's word. Uh, I don't think I, uh, let me, I want to turn to, I'll get it, Cassie. I, think I didn't give you this one. Luke 6, 37 and 38. Just listen. Uh, Luke 6, somewhere here. 37 and 38. Jesus again says, Judge not that you be not judged. Condemn not that ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, for ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you measured it out to them, it will be measured back to you again. So, if you want to cheat, go ahead and cheat, because you're going to get cheated somewhere. It's going to come back. And I know this story, uh, you've heard it before, and it's happened to some of you because I've heard you tell it before, where a clerk may have given you back more change than you were supposed to receive, and you've tried to give it back, and I've had them to argue with me, and they'll say, the machine says this. I said, yeah, but you've done this. Nope, that's it. Okay, and walk out. Just keep on going. And I've had it before to uh, say, hey, you didn't charge me enough. Oh, yes, we did. I said, no, look look at your thing right there, and here's what I got. And they say, oh, okay. Never say, thank you, thank you, hey, or I'm sorry. That's going to come back. Now, you can be ugly. Somebody's going to be ugly. You can be ill. Somebody's going to be ill. Being judged. And then that scripture, Jesus said, better not, because if you do, then you're going to be. And so we come to a third reason why, uh, why we don't need to judge, and that we need to judge ourselves, and that is we must see clearly how to help others. Okay, it goes back to the moat and the bean, speck, whatever you want to say, uh, um, according to that verse. And how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the moat out of your eye, and behold, a beam is in your own eye. Well, you know, that's sort of uh, crazy. The purpose here is self-judgment. Uh, to prepare ourselves to help others. You can't help somebody if you haven't been helped. You can't judge somebody or form an opinion until you or myself are right, okay? 
When we think of the cross, you know, being upright with God and being outright with man and or you can't be outright with man if you're not out upright with God. It just don't happen and it won't happen. You might try to make it happen, but it won't happen. You see, Christians, we as Christians are obligated to help one another grow in grace. Now, I think of some time in witnessing to a lost person, and they say, look, I, I just can't understand the Scripture. I just, I just can't understand how Jesus could die for me so many years ago, and it'd be good up to now. And then I can say, listen, I have been where you are. I once was lost, okay? You can't be saved until you realize that you're lost. And so we, we, we lovingly put ourselves or remind them or tell them, hey, I used to be where you are. And I want to help you get to where I am. And I want to see you go beyond where I am. Uh, Sometimes we, uh, we attempt to do that and we, we don't do it exactly right and it hurts the cause. Now once the cause is hurt, now listen. Once the cause is hurt for a lost person, the next Christian that comes along with all the love that he can muster up from God, that person will say, nope, I done had it with you Christians. Man told me I had to do this and this and this, and I can't do that and make it. I'm, I don't want to hear no more about it. So we must be careful. We must be cautious when we make a judgment on somebody, lest it come back to us. Hello? Am I right? Hey, I've experienced it. You've experienced it. You know, we're sitting there with a two before stuck in the eye, and we're trying to get a speck of dust out of somebody else's eye. It's not going to happen. And the thing about it is, they know it. They know it. And so, as the lost person, they think nothing about judging. Well, I'm better than so-and-so. I mean, they, they go to church every Sunday, and but you ought to see them what, during the week. They're making a judgment, okay, but tr- truth's truth, and what you see most of the time is what you get. I think sometimes, hey, I, I love lemons. I, I, I love limes. But what would I do if I bit into a nice, supposed to be sweet, juicy peach, and it'd be a lemon taste? You know, sometimes we're that way. We, oh, I make, look, I am just, hey, if you need anything, call me. I got everything. I, I'm perfect. Just come to me. It don't work that way. You know, you can't, you can't push a chain. You got to lead it. You got to lead it. And if it's being led, then it, it'll soon, it'll soon begin to follow you. The Pharisees judged and they criticized other people. And the reason they done it is to make themselves look good. Now, Cassie, put up the, uh, the scripture there, Luke 18, 10 through 14. Two men went up into the temple to pray, and one of the Pharisees and the other a publican. The Pharisees stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I just thank you that I am not as this other man, men are extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican down the street there. I fast twice a week. I give tithes to all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, 
God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Jesus said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other for everyone that exalted, that judges and lift himself up, shall be abased, shall be put down, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted, shall be lifted up. That's what Jesus said about it. So, hey, you know, what, what are you going to do with that? I think we ought to do what Jesus said. Hey, you know, who, who am I to look at a person and say, I, I'm, I'm so glad I'm not like that. But, you know, I could be. I could be. I need to be very cautious and very careful because my adversary, who is that? The devil walks behind me waiting for an opportunity to pounce upon me and devour me, destroy me. Well, he can destroy this body, but he cannot touch the soul. And so, uh, we look at our Lord's illustration. Jesus chose uh, a symbol of the eye. And the reason he chose a symbol of the eye, because it's the most sensitive area of the human body. The picture of a man, as I said, with the two before in his eye, trying to pick out a piece of dust out of somebody else's eye, he might as well be blind. Because it's not right. It's not the right thing to do. Uh, in Matthew 6, 22 and 23, listen to what he says. The lamp of the body is the eye. Now, if therefore thine eye be healthy, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. We cannot help somebody until our own lives are cleaned up, until our own lives have the right attitude. Um, Sometimes we just need to stop and examine our own actions, our own attitudes, but be very cautious and careful when we attempt to judge somebody else. Now I think as a Christian, if we're prayed up to sit down with a brother or a sister who may be just backslid on God, to say, hey, is there anything I could do to help you? I want to help you. What can I do? And I've had them tell me there ain't nothing you can do. I said, well, would you allow me to pray with you? And in that prayer, don't put yourself way up here. Because I have been in that position. Lord, I remember when I was backslid on you. And I remember, Lord, how hard-headed that I was. That I thought I was better than the next one. But Lord, I thank you that you showed me where I was wrong. Lord, help me to help this brother or help this sister to get out from under this cloud that the devil has them under so we can work together. Amen. Well, you know, you just have to feel your way. The devil is, is not happy with us, y'all. You've got to understand that. He is not happy. 
He wants us to judge others. He wants us to have a bad attitude. He wants us to form a, a sour opinion of someone. Now, I know, hey, there are people that have hurt us. There's people that have talked against us. The best thing you can do for that person is pray for them. You don't have to associate with them. You know, if they've wronged you and you've tried to help the situation and don't get any better, you don't have to associate with them, but we've got to love them. And if we're going to love them, we might as well be praying for them. Okay? Um, you know, when, when Christ, we meet him at the judgment seat, he will examine all the secrets of your and my heart. Someone said, I wished I was the person that my dog thinks I am. It's amazing, isn't it? The image of the eye teaches us one more truth, and I'll be finished. We must exercise love and tenderness when we seek to help others. Um, I have had extensive... um, X-rays of my eyes, but I haven't had the surgery yet. Some of you have had extensive X-rays of your eyes. You've had surgery, and now you can see. You know what I think about? The, the uh, two and a half hours I spent at uh, Clemson Eye and about the three hours I spent at Medicus, not one of those technicians, not one of those nurses was ugly, rude, or nothing. They were all kind and telling me along the way, I'm sorry. One test they had to do again, and they said, I'm sorry, we've got to do this again. They didn't have to say I'm sorry. But they wanted me to feel that their love for me, their concern for me. And folk, that's where we got to go. If we're going to go after the lost, if we're going to go after the backslidden, we got to go after them with a heart full of love and, and understanding because every one of us have been there. Hello? Oh, we've all been there. And that's why we need to tell them, hey, I have been where you are. Now, when I think about these things and, and how these technicians, sometimes they're, they're not kind. They're, they, you know, and, and then we form an opinion. And then we begin to judge. And sometimes you say, well, that's it. I, I won't be going back there. I won't be going back. I haven't had one to call me yet and say, hey, I miss you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have named no house. Just, just a number probably. <laughs> well... <laughs> uh, Another extreme is what is called a perpetual autopsy. Sometimes we get all wrapped up in our self-examination. Those eyes begin to get cataracts, and it slowly slips over where our vision of that person don't bother us anymore. It don't bother us anymore. And on down the road somewhere, that person changes that person gets saved. Oh, I've been praying for you. I'm so glad you got saved. And you hear God in the background say, you liar. You liar. You forgot about that person. You thought it was the end of the road for that person. Well, look at verse 5 if we finish. Jesus simply said, you know, you're a hypocrite. 
That's what you are. Thou hypocrite, first cast the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to help cast the moat out of thy brother's eye. Our thing ought to be, I want to love people. I want to help people. I want to see them not only get to where I am, I want to see them go beyond where I am for the glory of God. Father, thank you for the evening. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to be cautious of our opinions. Help us to be cautious about our judging. Lord, help us to judge ourselves first and to get things right in our own life before we even attempt to help somebody. And for goodness sake, Lord, help us not to condemn them, but to care for them. Bless these people that are here tonight, Father. God, I pray that you would give them a good evening, a good night's rest. God, we'll love you and thank you, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Mark, what are we saying?